Sports opening take four, Stephen O. Scott. What do you got? Just kidding. I'm going first today. Go ahead. I'm going. I'm going first today because <laughs> we obviously the we, fuck we, is we, going we, on. Okay, we pride ourselves here on making big takes, outrageous takes, whether they're good or they're bad. And a good big taker always brings up when he's right, but the best big takers bring up when they were wrong. Okay. And I was wrong about the 2020-2021 Buffalo Bills. My boy. Thank you, sir. Now, do you want to admit anything else? Josh Allen, love, hatred, what's going on? I I think I've come around on how much Josh Allen improved this year. I think I've been pretty clear about how much better he got. Yeah, no more no more Sam Darnold comps, please. No, no, we're we're past <laughs> it's that. Over. We're oh, we're 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 long past that. No, I figured. Just... Are you telling me that you respect Josh Allen, or? Oh, uh, I respect him. Yeah, I don't think he's top five like you still. Like what you. the fuck? Who's your but, top five quarterback? Hey, give us top uh, five. Okay, top Sigo. five this year, or just like going forward overall? Um, going right, forward. Okay, like yeah. I'm, I'm going Mahomes. I'm going. I'd put him. I I'm not going to put him past Russell Wilson, but I say he's on the same tier as Russell Wilson now. Uh, Russ Wilson's not two. I'm just saying. Uh, it, I'm not really going in order, but I th- still think Mahomes is a clear number one. Sure. And then after that, I'm going to in the the next tier. I'm going. Uh, I'm going like Russ Rogers. Um, but this Watson. Is what okay. um, Are we talking like future too? I mean, yeah. I mean, Rogers obviously is on the back end of his career, but he's still got plenty of. I mean, he's an MVP at what 37, 38, so he's still got. Yeah, no, championships in him. No he's, he's up there, yeah. No way, I hadn't realized that. Um, who else off the top of my head? Uh, Brady, maybe. Uh, I yeah, but even yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson, no, no. I take Allen over Lamar now. Hell yeah! In both big, real life and big, fantasy, it's a, it's a big step right there. Yeah. I know, I know. I, I but, still roll out. But all Mahomes. we heard all off season was how much better Lamar's passing got, right? Like, oh, he's always been a threat to run, but watch out—he's improved on his accuracy. And what do we see this year? He's throwing wobbly ducks twenty yards down the field. Like, it was there sometimes, but in general, if he's not throwing to Mark Andrews, he's having a problem throwing the ball still. Yeah, he had trouble. Well, all I have to say is that fucking, I stand by my big take that it goes Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterback, and then motherfucking Josh Allen, bitch! That's right, you heard it here first. A long you time definitely ago. heard that here first, like last August. That's for sure. Exactly. exactly. And I d- have no apologies. And you know what? We've dedicated at least three or four episodes strictly to arguing about Josh Allen. Yeah, we have. And as, as far as... <laughs> the way Oliver just said, yeah, we have. Yeah, it's like, those are so <laughs> miserable for me, though. Dude, as far as Gilly and I are concerned, as Josh Allen fucking, like... Patriots, 
<laughs> good, good word choice by me. <laughs> we are we are extreme Josh Allen lovers, and you know what? Our love has come to a head. This is this is you know, it's just a group effort. We've we've put in the work, and Josh Allen is you know paid us off in the end. I love it. I'm so happy. Here's my next skepticism of Josh. They Allen. really could win. They really could. They win, could. No, they definitely could. Um, what happens when? fans come back all these players that like broke out this year let's see like josh allen for example i'm just picking on him because we're talking about him but he he's had an incredible year he got stefan diggs for, and he's going to keep his offensive coordinator next year which is wild to me by the way we can talk about that if you want to how's he going to react next year when he has to go on the road to or even next week i mean kansas city's not going to be full capacity but they're going to have fans in there so i don't know it's going to be interesting that's a dynamic that i think people are forgetting about just league wide this year is they're not playing with any fans on the road and that's definitely impactful on teams especially younger players like that they do have some fans though i mean the bills had orchard park had a bunch of people there some fans yeah like 8000 fans or something but that's nothing compared to a 70000 packed arrowhead stadium you know what i mean Arrowhead a lot, had a lot of people. They too, they but... have had more than uh, yeah. I think they're at like a quarter capacity or something like that. They're they're breaking the rules. Those fucks. Yeah. I know a girl who went to a game. Of, no way. Like a month ago. Yeah. She's a <laughs> Patriots fan too. Actually, she she repped the Chiefs because her brother moved to Kansas City. Oh my god. I know. I was giving her shit. But, <laughs> but I, yeah, I you know, know what? I wouldn't have gone to the game. That's for sure. I, yeah. I was like, oh, you're going? Okay. It's like yeah, it's cool that they're hosting people, I guess, but no, thank you. Yeah, no, yeah, I would not be going to these games right now. This, this, not this year. No. Me neither. Unless someone gave me, like, a suite in the Super Bowl. I was going to say, you're right, it would need to be, like, super <laughs> secure, like, all right, let me, not, like, out in open air, like, surrounded by a freaking, and granted, I guess it is, they're spread out, but still. Well, you know, I'm just, all I have to say is I'm really happy that Oliver finally used his fucking thinking cap well, Use his so, noodle. I, I'm. I have enough respect for the take game that when I'm wrong, I'll I'll own up to it and admit it. I'm not going to back away like you do sometimes. Name a time. Uh, Pedroia. What was you wrong? You just hate him, and it doesn't make sense that you're convinced he would have been a good utility guy. Like you can you can back off that argument now. It's well, done. he's so, going to retire now, but exactly. Yeah, I, but like, even looking back, you can say like, no, I was just I was just being if a he dick. was healthy, I, I wasn't serious about it. I was serious. Yeah, see, you know what? That's the difference between me and you. I can admit when I, I said something stupid and dumb, and you can't. It wasn't a bad take. It's an awful take. This is the basis of this podcast. This this take that is so... Uh, that's, what the, it, that's what I'm saying. It's so bad. How was it bad? He didn't play again after I said that. <laughs> that was that was part of your argument. Though. It's not like he's like, <laughs> you playing him a catcher would help his knees? <laughs> Fuck it. Put him at first, man. He'll be fielding I, shit. Left that field. one I don't understand at all. It's just like the smallest first baseman ever. I want to Put look him in left up, field, like, who the field. smallest first baseman like ever was. Because that that's got to be Michael Chavis, maybe. I do want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I still think he could have been effective. Now, see, all right, never mind. Moving on, because I tried to make a point, and you, I gave you an opportunity, and you just that didn't was take one it. take. Other takes, what have I also, I've gotten other things wrong and I admit to it, come Off on. the top of my head, I don't know, there's been no, so many throughout the years, dude, oh my gosh. It is uh, tough, and you know what, shout out to our friends at um, Take It or Leave It, because they do a good job of, uh, I don't know if you guys have listened to a bunch of their podcasts, but they like, they do recaps and shit, like, all the time, 
where it's like, oh, this is your worst take. And they like call each other out all the time on their worst takes. I feel like we have too many where we just like don't yeah, we, we're, like, exactly. I can really take my own. I'm not going to call out Josh to be like, oh, by the way, dude, <laughs> you're dead wrong on this. Hey, oh, my God. Yeah, we'd have some good ones on Josh, too, if we ever went on Josh. <laughs> I, in, in, um, so, obviously, Josh is not here at the moment. He may be joining us. He may not be. Um, but I wanted to get his reaction on the Arthur Smith hire for the Falcons. I think it's a good a good uh, hire for them, actually. I think it's pretty I don't know safe. Much about him. I don't know too much about him either, but uh, Titans offensive coordinator. Obviously, the Titans offense was awesome this year and last year. Um. I don't know. Did you guys hear about AJ, AJ Brown today? Yeah. See that shit? Yeah, that was... It's, what the fuck is that? I don't know. That's kind of hard to believe, isn't it? That he was like, they told me I was done for the year in week two, and he's all pro, or pro bowl, whatever Wild. it was. That, like, if if that's true, that's just crazy, because imagine now what he's going to be next year when he's fully healthy. Whew. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy talk. That dude's a beast. Absolute freak. You know what? But that makes me worry about other players, though, like including him. But how they play through the pain, like these people. Michael these Thomas too. Yeah, my, yeah. I, Michael, I yeah, was right. gonna bring that up too because Michael Thomas needs like six different surgeries now. But he's like, nah, I need to be out there for Drew Brees. And I was like, you know, I respect that, even though I still think you're overrated. Hey, all right. That's a take that that I will admit is a little bit far-fetched by me that I was going off about Michael Thomas being the greatest ever, all this shit. And, you know, I still have hope for it, but this year I am sick of his whining bullshit. Uh, and you know what? This is the dose of humble pie this guy fucking needed. And I, I love Michael Thomas, man. I love him to death, but my God, just play the fucking game. Or if he was hurt, he shouldn't have played. If You know what I mean? But, I mean, good for him. He's tough as nails. But, I mean, still... Well, I mean, he, he was, like, getting in fights and shit, too, like, within the team, right? Am I yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? That was okay. this year. That's why it's, like, I the injury stuff kind of almost came as new. Like, obviously, he was hurt most of the year, but still. I don't know. I feel like it was, like, all right, it was more than just him being hurt of why he wasn't playing, I thought, but. Right, one game he missed for fighting a teammate, right. He was, like, yeah, it wasn't, he was, like, doing, like, distracting shit. It's, like, dude, ugh, just frustrating as fuck because I put all my eggs in one basket with that guy. So that's when I'll t- take on that shit. There you go, Oliver. You know what? That make you feel better? A little bit, yeah. I, you know what? I, I'm about a little it. bit. <laughs> well, I don't feel like I'm dead wrong about him, though, because I think that he'll come back and he still has the talent. But, like, I think this was just a fucking terrible year for him overall. Plus, he's not mentally uh, mature fully. Um, and I think... I... <laughs> How about me sitting on my pedestal saying that? But uh, I think he'll. I think he'll come back and he'll be good at some point. Like and I think really good. I still like, think he's game. really good. I still think he's yeah. going to be, you know, and he's always going to be in the top ten situation. I think, but uh, I don't expect him to be like unanimous number one in receptions every year. Like, yeah, he had a fucking crazy year, but Drew Brees can't can't throw the ball past ten yards, so you're going to be catching a lot of slants. You know, it'll yeah. be interesting to see where he goes in fantasy next year, right? Cause it's, yeah, yeah. Cause it's, well, yeah, it is a big. A weird landscape too, because a lot of guys kind of had like fell off, or like, do you guys? I don't know. We we're, were kind of talking about this earlier a little bit with like Devonte Adams. I guess is he's probably like the the top wide receiver right now, at least from a fantasy and like I don't know. I guess skills perspective too right now. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, it's interesting between like Diggs. Like, you how much do you trust Diggs? Is he like a top three receiver? I don't know. I don't think he people are going to buy into it again. But I do. It's feels bold. But I do though. I, and I. I, and I think, to be honest, too, I think that was a huge, huge, obviously, 
part of like what the Bills were able to do this year, Absolutely. and even Josh Allen being able to sling it and trust him as much as he did, um, right. put up those numbers. So it's like, oh, hundred percent. Like the Stephon Diggs edition made put the Bills like it made Josh Allen better. It made uh, even the other game. I th- I'd say he was the MVP of that game. To be honest with you, right? He had, like, I oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like the one, the Bills' offense was awful. They weren't great, but. Um, Diggs was great. He was really the only that, that guy that could really do anything on either team on the offense, honestly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Diggs, Diggs transformed that team big time. That offense, at, at least. Agree. He's, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's incredible. As far as receivers, though, I mean, like, yeah, Devontae Adams comes first to the board. Like, like last year, like, I mean, like, tw- like 2020, like last summer drafting, to me, Michael Thomas, first off the board, no matter what. This year, absolutely fucking no way is he the first receiver coming off the board. No chance. No way. I like, But that makes me think of, like, I think people like, like like you said, Devontae Adams is up there, number one. I think someone for fantasy two might be, like, someone like, like DK Metcalf. Like, someone might want to, like, go for him now, you know? Hopkins. Yeah. AJ Hop- Brown, yeah, Hopkins, yeah. AJ Brown. Fell off at the end, though. Like, was, but I think that was more on Kyler than Hopkins, to be honest with you. Right. But yeah, like, no, Kyler got we, banged up at the end of the year, and the whole Cardinals offense kind of took hits from that. Dude, Odell was a, top, was a first rounder. Yeah, yeah I was gonna that. say Odell and even Julio, right? Of like guys mm-hmm. that like are normally like taken in the top five, maybe ten of drafts for wide receivers, and now they're right. probably gonna maybe not Julio as much, but they'll slide a bit. I bet. Yeah, Odell's gonna be like a Odell like a even slid rounder. a little bit this year. Like he in most of my drafts, he was going like third round, fourth round, you know, thirties, forties overall. In most, yeah. in most which is fair. Yeah. Which is like a fair price for him too, but we still kinda have like that feeling of like the name. Because like, I do. Because the, the the year that he pops off again, you're gonna be like, Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe I passed I on Odell Beckham, like this guy is just a freak. That was with me with fucking DK this year. I feel like a fucking jackass. I fucking had like two shots at him. I let him go. And no. He's goaded. So sad. Uh, so last week we did the Nickelodeon TV show draft. And uh-huh. um, the results are in. And congrats <laughs> to Steve. Oh, let's go. Hello, I didn't check the things, but I assumed um, I won. So yeah. Right? At least it looked like it last we, time I saw it. We that. had 72 total votes. Pretty decent. Little, it, yeah, turnout. Decent turnout. Um, Steve was in first with 40% of the total vote. I came in second with 28. Gilly, 21. Josh, 11. Um, a lot of cries for Josh getting uh, a poor yeah, vote. Yeah, I don't vote know. I, I definitely I related I to Josh's list the least. The only show that he had, so he had Keenan and Kel, all that, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, Angry Beavers. Out of those shows, personally, the only one I watched a lot was Rugrats. I, I didn't watch any of the other ones that much. Yeah. I can't believe if you missed all. out on some of the Crazy. greatest Nickelodeon programming. And you know all what, that, Steve? I, all that and Keenan and Kel, that's why I was upset about letting happen, but I guess it didn't translate to votes. So. Yeah, it clearly didn't. Uh, Avatar was popular. A lot of people were like, Gilly has Avatar, so he has my vote. Mm-hmm. And then, but Steve with SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents one too is. Yeah, I think I think, I think that's what it did. And then Josh not picking SpongeBob, I think shocked everyone. I was explaining I that know. to Connor. I was like, "Oh, Josh had the top pick, and he, he took um, he took what was it? Keenan um, Kel. Oh, oh, SpongeBob. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I still don't get that. 
he he definitely threw that, but yeah, SpongeBob was my ace in the hole for sure. Definitely, and oh. you, don't blame me for a second. Yeah, that was your number one. Yours are overall <laughs> favorite show. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is my favorite show. I love that. show. Yeah, no, it's funny. <laughs> I know it fucking turned out well. I the one pick I did not like out of this whole draft that I truly do not like was Oliver's pick of the Wild Thornberries. You I know, hate that show. And I I do like that show, but I. I did wish I went Danny Fandom there instead because I don't know. I kind of pressure picked. I like panic picked the Wild Thornberries. Wait a second. Did you did you watch the Wild Thornberries enough yeah. to be like? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I watched Danny so Fandom. How'd you miss out on fucking all that? And that's like the same time period. I just didn't watch it, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Would you just like turn the channel off? Like turn. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't on the TV in the time slots that I was allowed to watch TV or something. What's your bedtime? Seven thirty. Come on. Eight. Mine was 8-2. <laughs> yeah, I was 8 for a long time. Yeah. I feel like it was like 8, and then all of a sudden it was like, all right. Yeah, exactly. It was like 8, whatever. then 9, and then it was just like, whatever. I was like 8 to 8.30 to 9.30 to like self-imposed 9.30. Mm. I, I never went bed, to bed past like 10 uh, in high school, in, even in college. Yeah. Wow. 10 o'clock was like, 10.30 it was like, I'm pushing it. 11 is like, uh-oh. <laughs> wow. And I wake up at like six thirty too. Like I need that those hours. So today we're not doing a draft today, technically, but uh, next week we have a long overdue guest joining us, and we're going to do Cartoon Network TV show draft. So I'm excited for oh, that. Cool. That should be fun. And we have, we'll just say <laughs> then now, we're going to have a toddler on the next week for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will have Chris Scheim of Weei on for the Cartoon Network draft. He said he's excited for it. I think he's awesome. lo- he's long overdue to come on here. He's very interactive on Twitter, very supportive. Uh, he's Steve, you've done podcasts with him in the past, game shows, whatever, and uh, obviously we've played Among Us with him and other games with him and everything. He's great dude, so we're excited to have that on. It, that should be a blast. And so that'll be next week. But this week, we we said it for like almost a month now, but Jake Ruthier, obviously... Steve, right? Shout out Jake yep. Ruthier. Yep, forever. Forever. And he's been asking for our our favorite albums of 2020 for a while now. But And we're finally going to get to it. We're not doing a draft. We're just listening uh, just so everybody can get their real, fair, top ten list in here. And I think without further ado, we just we just get right into it. We'll go from ten to one. We'll... Not these are our favorites, right? Our our right. favorites. Not what you think our is the personal best, favorite. What your oh, your personal favorites are? If it was, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go like ten around, nine yep. around? Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. And Josh said he would send us his list over, uh, to say or post or whatever at some point if he doesn't make it on tonight. So, okay. So With, you who's who starting it up, Ollie? Who wants to start it up? Do it, bro. It's... I All right, hear yours. I'll start it up. Um, I have 12 albums total, so we'll do honorable mentions at the end. Uh, my number 10 album slash EP slash mixtape, whatever you want to call it, music drop of 2020. Um, I was a little underwhelmed with it, but it was still it still was kind of boppy. I'm going to blame it on Baby. You. Pretty... A, a couple... <laughs> A decent amount of misses as far as the baby goes, but still, uh, still had some some fuego on there, you know. 
I respect. Do you are you like coming around on the the idea that he kind of sounds the same? Oh, I know he sounds the same. Okay, (laughs) I know I know that he does. Like all the songs sound like pretty much the same. That's why he, yeah, I was into him there for a while. He's he's always going to be a good like when if you're working out and a DeBaby song comes on, it's you're going to be good for a few minutes there. Yeah. You know? He's becoming like a big feature guy too. Like even like Dua Lipa and shit like that. Like he's I don't mind yeah. that. I, you know, he no, he, he should do that for a year or two. Just go do some features. Give it a I break. I thought Kirk was awesome. That's why I was Kirk, like a little let down like you said, but Exactly. Kirk was phenomenal. I thought. Yeah. That's I, why I, I was like, yeah, this one's like kind of a lot of the same, not as good and all around. I'll tell you what, his features are are good. I'm not a big fan of DaBaby, but like when you listen to it, like 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 I like rappers sometimes that like are easier to listen to, and DaBaby kind of like is kind of not pleasing to my ears if I can explain that. Like, but like when he comes on, he's got some funny shit. He says I appreciate what he says, and I, I actually I like him in a like in a away from me kind of way. Like, I, don't, I don't really listen to him, but when I hear him, all right, all right, DaBaby. Yeah, I feel right. you. I feel you. Oh. Out of North Carolina, right? Is that where you're I think so. Let's go. He's on. He's like part of that like little Dreamville coalition, sort of. Or at least he was on that song. It was Under the Sun? They did like a remix, of J Cole and shit. Oh, I that don't know. Was it. Sick. That was sick. And he's wearing a Hornets jersey in the uh, the YouTube video. Cool. Yeah. All right, Gilly, who's your number ten? Oh. Okay, I gotta go. I'm gonna go. Actually, you know what? This is kind of a. I am lie. I lied earlier this year because I said this this album was gonna be in my top five. <laughs> it has since moved down, but I still love it so much. And that is Polo G, the Goat. Yeah, I, I, I probably that might be within the top three of like most listened albums this year. Mm-hmm. I just love that whole album, start to finish, is just dope. Easy listen. Um, Martin and Gina, I think is that might be one of my favorite songs of the year too. That's yep. just like it, it's like two and a half minutes too. It's one of those that's like you just listen to it like four times in a row because it's not long enough. Um, but yeah, shout out to Polo G. That's up. That is on my list. Gilly, I mean, uh, Oliver, did you listen to it? Did you make, get a chance to listen um, to it? I actually don't know. I think you'd like it if you hadn't listened I, to I it. I think you told me to. You know what? I think what happened was you were like Pop Smoke, Polo G, and I listened to Pop Smoke first, and I don't think I ever uh, got around to listening to the Polo G. They did come out like right at the same time, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I that's like that's a because like I know like you don't like stuff we like we like like Young Thug and shit, but like Polo G can rap. He's right. fucking awesome. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. He's he's a plus. I'll have to get around oh. to that eventually. But you know you know how I go. I listen to like when I'm listening to music, I'm gonna listen to like the same album or artist for like two months at a time, and then I yeah. move on to another artist. I'm weird. That's funny. We all have our own way of yeah consuming shit. All right, you want to hear my number ten? I sure do. Yeah, let's Let's see, I have, a, I have a whole list, and I have, like, a bunch of blurbs written about him. All right, number 10 is Modus Vivendi by 070 Shake. Oh, it's on my own honorable mention list. I feel like that went underrated. That, oh, like, my God, yeah. Right? I, I, it went under the radar, at least. From- massively. Massively under the radar. That is an awesome, fantastic album. Oh, my God. And I th- I'm pretty sure that was – I think Kanye produced some of that. But she is raw. I love her voice. She can rap, got some cool fucking like vocal like arrangements, some chords and shit. Um, I, I just love that album so much, man. I, I listen to that. I don't know, quite a bit. I still I listen to it today, actually. Oliver might like that one. I'm not sure. 
but maybe not. Yeah, I wonder if you would. That was her first. That was like her debut album, right? Am I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. But she had like a few. Listen, what was it Honey? Remember that song, Honey? That single. Yeah, yeah. They used to just, especially there was like no music out by her. Like that was kind of it for a while. <laughs> so, right. And then she. Oh, you know what? She had an EP called the Glitter. Oh yep. Okay. It had a couple songs, and then then this came out, and I was like, oh shit. Hey, by the way, uh, the person that made the artwork for this album made the same artwork for Kid Cudi's album. Oh. A little fun fact for you. All right, Oliver. Can you read number 10, Biatch? You mean number oh, yeah. 9? 9. Uh, I, read, I, redo okay. your 10. We didn't like that one. Huh? Yeah, 10 was <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Does um, Meet the Woo 2 count? All right, then I'm going with that one at nine. Ooh. Okay. It's on my list as well. A little higher. Just, uh, you know, I got into Pop Smoke after he died, after after it was too late, and not, not necessarily too late, whatever. Also, happy birthday, Mac. Mac Miller's birthday is today. True. Um, oh, man. But, it, they, yeah, that album was great. I also like the other, like the After Death one that came out, the... Uh, shoot for the stars deluxe one that had like seventy songs on it. Like that was cool too. That, even though it was basically... that might be mentioned a little bit. Yeah, uh, thirty four songs. Like that's wild. Um, <laughs> I'd probably put that more in my honorable mentions just because uh, I don't know. It's a it's weird. Anyways, Pop Smoke gets a slot in my top ten right here. Meet the Woo to respect it. It was dope. Yeah, uh, and dude, Invincible. Woo! Oh yeah. Oh man, if that doesn't get your your blood phone and you pumped up. I don't know what will. Oh, I like playing that song too loud. Like getting like yeah, like going. Your ears oh. hurt. Oh, angry. Yeah, I love angry music. All right, Gilly, number nine. Oh, um, number nine. I'm going with Heim, Women in Music, Part Three. Let's go. I love that album a lot. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I and again, this is another one where it's probably like top five on my um, list, like throughout. Most of the like first, I don't know, three quarters of the year, but I don't know. I, I was adjusting my list today, and I was like, ah, got to bump it down. But um, no, it was dope though. I think that's Haim is like, like big now too. I don't know. I I think that they were already kind of they'd already arrived. They've been on SNL a couple times and shit, but I think they're really solidified. Um, and actually, I have that on vinyl too. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Haim. I used to be uh, actually. Yeah, fun fact. I used to tweet at the youngest Heim, uh, youngest. She's like twenty, like my age, twenty-seven or so. Um, but uh, but Drew Heineman still gives me shit for like tweeting at her, like in the days of Twitter when like people kind of weren't paying attention. Yeah, um, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, like... <laughs> so I still get shit for that. Is she cute? Yeah, yeah. She's cute. Yeah, picture of her. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I was like so into her. Like, for a while. <laughs> All right, Steve, what do you got at nine? Yeah, fine. All right, number nine. It's been mentioned already. Polo G, the goat. Nice. That I'm telling you, Oliver, you gotta give it a listen. It's it's uh, dude. The juice oh, song. oh, that's my number two most listened to song of the year. Number one was, uh, Juice World. Let me know. Oh. Somehow, somehow that was my number one. I didn't think I listened to it that much, but I guess I did. Oh. But Flex, oh my god. I can rap that whole song. <laughs> okay, number seven. I'm sure this will be mentioned later as well, but uh, I liked it. It was very good. Wait, no, number eight. Eight. Sorry. Yeah, my bad, my bad. 
Uh, I yeah, this does be mentioned, but I'm going Man on the Moon three right here. Mm-hmm. Great, great comeback album. I, I was afraid it was going to be a disappointment, just because it's been so long. But uh, it was great. Good vibes all the way through. Not really any misses, and I'm not like a huge, you know, diehard Kid Cudi cult guy, but it was, I thought it was awesome. Yep, hell yeah. I'll be mentioned for sure soon. Actually, not soon. It'll take a little while. (laughs) It's pretty high on my list. Yeah, I figured it was, but yeah, it was great. So it cracked my top 10. Okay. All right, Gilly, what you got? Um, Number eight now? Yeah. Yep. Um, so actually, I had this is where I had um, pop smoke, but shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. Let's go. Nice. Yeah, I just, I don't know. The, literally the whole thing in terms of, or I shouldn't say that because it is like a super long, <laughs> but in terms of highlights, <laughs> yeah, um, for the night though, that one in particular, which features baby. little baby and the baby, and both baby, babies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then West Coast shit too. I love. Oh, that I song. love that song, dude. Yeah, it was Quavo, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's such a sick song. That's such that's a good song. Tiger's on it too, right? Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, that Pop song Smoke would have been. He would have been such a fucking star if he had lived. In hindsight, because you know, at the time, because I remember when the album came out, like I listened to it a couple times, and like yeah, whatever, I moved on. You got your dad into it, right? Yeah, yeah, my yeah, dude, my dad loves him. <laughs> the album ended up being like my number three album of the year, like. Most listened to the th- Meet the Woo too. I think it was in my, um, I think it was in my top five. One of those albums were I don't remember which one was, but I think one of them made my top five. He's good, wild, like most listened too. to. Yeah. We had like a great year of post post Thomas albums. Yeah, we Post-Thomas. did. In terms of like, I don't know, a, a couple mothers might be named in a little oh, bit. Oh, absolutely. But you know what I mean? I feel like it's a tough thing to do, and this year was like full of them. Where they went really well, which is sad because it also means that people are dying, but I don't know. What do you got at 8, Steve? Oh, number 8 for me is J Electronica, A Written Testimony. Uh, That album came out, I think, right around when quarantine started. Um, No, it did. Yeah, same day as Childish Gambino's album, uh, right as the world was closing up. And at the time when that happened, because it was kind of like out of of the clear blue, the album came out, I was like, yo... This is like one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, like Jay Electronica. <laughs> right? Dropping right. A, an album? What? Yeah. Like, I've been like, like since high school, like, I used to like try to find YouTube clips of like anything I could find from Jay Electronica. But like, when that album, like a full blown album came out, and it was like him and Jay Z together, like, I don't even like Jay Z. Jay Z's like not even in my favorite rappers, like, ever, like, not even my top 20. But like, them together at this age, they're both like in their 40s, like, rapping at the top of their game. Some of the best production. You got Travis Scott on there. Like it's a whole different direction. The album. I feel like the album went way under the radar because of the time it came out. Um, but unbelievable. That production of the album, fantastic. I love that album. Give it a try if you haven't listened to it. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. Jay Jay Electronica is he's in that group with like Black Thought to me, where you don't see them often, but when they're on a feature, especially, you're like, oh my god, you know they're gonna kill this. You just right. Know, you sit. You sit back and listen. You, you know. Like, you know on. that feature verse is going to be like two minutes, and it's just going to be heat. You're going to learn something yeah. by the end of it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Black. By the way, Black Thought had a couple good uh, EPs last year too. Yep. All right, Oliver. What's your number seven? Number seven. Uh, I'm going Detroit two. 
Hey, all right, Big Sean makes the list. Yeah, I loved this album. I listened to it a lot, especially the song Post Malone. What a banger. I'm not like a big Post Malone guy, but that song is awesome. What's it called? What's the song? Wolves. Yep, that's right. That was a good song. Yeah, Post Malone sounded great in that song. Oh, yeah, that's he did. He sounded awesome. And it wasn't wasn't too much of him. Sometimes he can can go a little over the top, but I thought it was (laughs) awesome. And that the album in general, I think, was great. Big Sean low key has like great albums. I think we've talked about this in the past, but great. He, he's he's a guy that <laughs> I now here's a guy. Oliver <laughs> got like finally famous like triple platinum status. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. I'm never. You know what you're gonna get with him. I kind of mean he's kind of like uh, um Philip Rivers. Like you know what you're gonna get with yeah, him. Yeah. All right. That's a good combat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, ne- never song- never elite. But never bad, always kind of above average. Great features. I love Big yeah. Sean features. Big Sean, a Big Sean feature usually hits. What was that song on the album that had like 10 people that featured? It was like all Detroit guys. Hold on. I don't remember. I've listened to it in a while. I think I think Eminem was on it too. Or maybe I'm... Um, no, you're right. You're right. Um, the Royce the 5'9 was on the, there. The Cypher one. Yeah. Friday was... Night Cypher, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Even like T Grizzly was on it. It was like, oh man. When I, I I was listening to that that song and like, yeah, like T yeah. Grizzly comes on. I'm like, I didn't wait know T. a Grizzly second. To I, I didn't either. And yeah. then I looked it up after the fact. I was like, oh shit. I I, love those I guys even like, like never thought about where they're from. I'm right. not a, I'm not a big Travis Scott guy, but I even like the song with Travis Scott. Like that's one of my favorite songs on the album. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like it a lot. I respect it. <laughs> hey, that's a song on the album. Big Sean, the all-time great. Respect all-time it. great. All-time dude. Put him on the Mount all Rushmore. Famer? You know what? <laughs> All-famer. <laughs> uh, so who's um, up next? Gilly, you're up next. Yeah. Um, seven, I actually have Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia. I love this album. So funky. Oh, and she, I don't know. I, I listen to Dua Lipa way too much, I'll admit, in terms of just like, I'll be like working, just throw her shit on YouTube, and I'm just like vibing. I love it. She's, I do like she's her. Just got she's cool. Classic feel too. Like, if you told me her music came out like twenty years ago, I'd believe it. Um, but yeah, Levitating and Love Again are the the big ones for me too. Levitating is the easy one. I feel like that's the she did that one on SNL and shit. Actually, which is cool. Yeah, check it out if you haven't seen that uh, performance. She's, she's like a fucking jellyfish. She's I saw that. Yeah. Actually, shout out to Gilly because uh, after reading your glowing tweets about her, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a listen. I listen to the album. It was very good. I liked oh, it a dude. lot. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely something to your speed too, in terms of like you like the funky shit like that too. It's yeah, like, yeah. I thought I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, oh, she's cool. She's I know she's gonna be around for a while too. She's young. Oh yeah, she's, I just yeah. crush on her too, to be honest. Yeah, but, she's um, pretty. She's really pretty. Yeah. How old is she? She's like twenty, like four, twenty-five. Yeah, about that. I don't know off the top of my head, but, but yeah, she's super talented. She is. All right, my number seven. Is already been mentioned, of course. It's Pop Smoke Meet the Woo 2. Nice. I, and I, I wrote down in the list, I, like right next to it, I said, let's get this straight. I knew who Pop Smoke was for eight days while he was still alive. <laughs> and I still remember when I, I was working at this this house and I uh, like in Westerly, and I fucking opened up my phone. I see Pop Smoke dies. I text the group chat, and Oliver, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I know. I thought he, I I didn't know anything about him. You didn't know. I, I mean, he was only I never heard he was him. only relevant for a week, like yeah. legitimately, like no one knew. But I mean, 
that he, he, I remember right before. So, so that was like January. That was like a year ago, literally, and uh, maybe like, like a year ago for real, like that, like the twentieth of January. Um, I remember that happened. Then, like a couple weeks later, I went to a Trippy Red concert with my sister, and the entire time it was like, like every time that he took a breath, like it was like they're playing pop smoke songs and then like not long after that like it was like quarantine times and it was like that was it and that's just like my memory of last year and like that was like the first quarter of it in my brain like but two significant events thanks for listening all right oliver give us number six number six uh this is where it starts getting tough with the order for me but i think i decided on ADHD joiner. Hey, yeah, all right. I, I don't you know really, huh? I, you know what I appreciate about you is that you you still value lyrics like overall. Well, lyrics flow, feel like I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I I love a good punchline, man. I think ADHD was better than the uh, other album there, the the phone number album. You're talking uh, about? Yeah. Um, see, the weird thing about ADHD was like half of it was already released singles, so it like, it was nice that it was like we, I think we only got like four new songs on it or something like that. But when you put it as an album together, it was awesome. So it's kind of weird in that regards, but altogether it was a great album. And then I kind of include the uh, the remix he had with Will Smith in there because that's the reason the the. <laughs> The, that was cool. The song even came about was because of that album. So I, I kind of cheat because I, I think Will Smith can still rap at the end of the day. He still got it for sure. Respect to Jordan Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I don't remember listening to that. I might not have listened to that album. I'll have to check it out. I gave it two two listens, and I was like, "That was good." <laughs> well, funny, right? Is there there going to be albums where it's like that was good? Like I respect that. Like cool. Yeah. But then yeah. you like don't don't go back to it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Just, oh no, I feel you. I do that all the time. I'll, I'll listen like I listen to like on a Saturday morning. I listen to like three or four things I never listened to before. And if I like it, then I'll add it to my thing. And if not, f- just forget it. Mm-hmm. All right, Gilly, go for it. Sorry. Um, six. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Six. Another posthumous album. I'm going circles. Mac Miller. It's crazy that this came out in 2020. In all honesty. I Damn! Like it, it did. did it Holy really? shit! Yeah, it was at the start of the year. Um, wow. But yeah, that's. I don't know. I, I go back to it all the time, to be honest. And I think it, the cool thing too, and I, I it really I didn't even like know that was twenty twenty. Wow. So well into his discography, like it really sounds like it was just like a normal Mac Miller album. You yeah. know what I mean? Rather than like I'm trying to think of a recent bad example of like 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 the little peep one that came out afterward. Like, yeah. That felt so forced, all these added features. Like, this was just like, this felt like this was the version of it that Mac would have wanted us to hear. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, I don't know. I, yeah, I still, actually, I listen to it probably once a week, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah. You want to hear a big take? Yeah. I I never finished the album. I got to the 10th song, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I know. I I know. It was like 13 songs. It's just because you don't, like, because it's gone now. Yeah, I have like a weird like I just don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like watching The Office. Like you get it from the part where Michael leaves. I just don't want to do it. Like Josh, just stop shows right at the end. Remember? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like finishing shows. That's, that's crazy. Bad, right? I think you're right. I think it was Breaking Bad. They didn't finish. I remember yeah. it took him like he was the biggest Sons of Sons of Anarchy fan I probably ever met. Like him and Cody would watch that show religiously. 
Really? And I think it took him like four years after the series finale to watch the last episode. Or something like that. Something crazy. That's crazy. Alright. You ready for number six? Yeah, oh, boy. Of course I am. It is Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, Alfredo. I think that this album, personally, I think it had some of the best beats of the year. Um, and I think that Freddie Gibbs is officially on a fucking rap streak. He's a he's on a three year hot streak. He had this. He's he had up, baby. Oh no, that he's on fire. If he's if it's three, he's on fire. Yeah, he's on fire now. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like my new Josh Allen take of like being like like he's he's coming for the throne. I I love Freddie Gibbs so much, and that's a guy. I don't know if Oliver really listens to him. Oliver, if you like fucking guys that can really, really rap, like that guy can fucking rap. He is a gangster. Like, Look, holy like shit. School feel, right? I yeah. have listened to parts of him. Like he's he's really intense. Yes, he is. I can he's only think so much of like. It's not that I'm saying I don't like him or anything. I haven't probably listened to him. I, I haven't heard enough of him or listened to him enough to make a formal opinion on him, mm-hmm. but. He's he's in a, old, a couple of old songs that I used to listen to where he's got some feature verses on him that I always like. So, Freddie Gibbs to me is like like a hardcore man. Like he's just like he's just ready to fucking like tell you something. He's like you want to know some kid. Like he's just ready. I, I love it. And that album. I mean, this album. This uh, it, I don't know if it, it was counts as an album. It's more of like a mixtape or EP or something. Counts but, for um, a list. Yeah, but it. I mean, there's a song with uh. With Rick Ross on it, it's called uh, Scotty Beam, I think, and it is, it is a really like just a smooth like two adult rapping dudes rapping, and then he's got a song with Tyler the Creator was pretty good. I mean, he can do it. He he can he can rap, he can rap with the best of them. I really like Freddie Gibbs a lot. It's my number six. I love his sound. He's got such a cool sound. It's very he unique. Does. It's yeah. definitely unique. That deep yeah. voice, yeah. It's, it's like there's something so classic about it too. Like it feels like you're like listening to like early 2000s rap to me, or maybe even late 90s. You know what I mean? It's like whoa. right. That commanding exactly. of respect too. Like the, that, exactly. it's like different now. Like now it's like kids like kind of rapping, but back then yeah. it was like you know you listen yeah. to a fucking dude. True. And actually, he was on the um the Benny the Butcher album, and I thought that was a, another sick song too. That and that guy has the same type of sound to me. Oh yeah, dude. So Benny the Butcher put out like like three albums last year. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was the this like Sopranos themed one that I, I like the most, at least. Uh, uh, I think Burn to Proof. Okay, that was my. Yeah, there you go. But um, but yeah, no, the similar guy. I, I'm sure they're like bros. I, oh, I, the know, guy I feel like <laughs> you just don't want to. We have like we have reached the top five stage of here we go, baby. Night. This is where things are going to start five. getting start getting intense. Maybe a little um. I don't know, contentious maybe is a good word for it. No, this is all personal preference. It is, but... Oliver, you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's what I want to hear. But you know what? That's all right. We're getting to personal favorites, and, you know, 2020 was a rough year in a lot of aspects. I I listened (laughs) Uh to a lot of Russ, so I'm going Shake the Snow Globe. Whoa. Shake the Snow Globe. If you want to count the deluxe, whatever, it's fine. It just had, like... The, the album and then a few singles added onto it just to release an album. They're, I listen to both of them religiously. I still do listen to to them quite often. And uh, it's got, you know, it's just it's got what I need. Is that your favorite Russ album? Over uh, There's Really Woke I still think I still think Zoo's my favorite overall. 
Okay. I still go back to There's Really a Wolf. That's still my favorite. I feel like it's like one of those things that maybe it's just the timing of it. Or I, I was think like, that the, was my intro to him. I was like, holy shit. That's the first time I listened to Rush Slow with Zoo. So I then went back and listened to There's a Wolf. So it's like you know, Zoo's always the f- sometimes the first time you listen to someone, that's always going to be your favorite. True. I think that's I just, the case yeah. with me with There. That album's making on a grind. I love it. Yeah. I, just, I didn't listen to it, so I'm sorry. That's all right. I forgive you. All right, Kelly, go for it. Number five. Number five. I, this album, yeah, it's been near the top of my, my list most of the year. Um, I'm going Glass Animals, Dreamland. Um, I fucking love Glass Animals, I'll admit. I'm a sucker for them. And they re-released like a weird EP version with just like a few songs recently of the same album, uh, which is kind of weird. It's just like a third of the album. But um, but no, I, if you guys haven't listened, I don't know if you, you guys listen to Glass Animals much. No. Do you like that vibe? No. Remember that song Gooey? Where I was like, Ding. no. I don't know. Oh, I know. Maybe if I listened to it I would I would recognize okay. it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, oh, they're kind of like electronic like um sort of, but it was like it's kind of a poppy vibe. Yeah. Hold on. I have not listened I don't even know them. Okay, yeah. Um but this album, especially like two songs in particular, Tangerine and Heat Waves. Probably both in my top five of songs of 2020. What was the uh, name um, of the album? Uh, Dreamland. Dreamland. And it's it's got some like skits in between and shit like that. But I just oh this especially like Tangerine. I just like wanted the, that song makes me want to dance. Like I listen to it yeah. and I literally yeah like all I just vibe every every once in a while. And actually, one of my friends said it recently. Or is like, man, you know what? I, I miss the most about like COVID and everything like that. Like we really need to dance. People just need to dance, which is so true. I feel it's like true. Yeah, I really do. So yeah, shout out to Glass Animals for for making me dance. All right, Steve, we got at five. I just added that to my thing. All right, number five for me. Oh, this, dude, number five, like dude, five through one, are it's it's tough times here. But it's tough for me too. I am gonna go with the 1975 Notes on a Conditional Form. Hell yeah, I, I dude, my. I wish this album came out in a year that didn't was not a pandemic because if it wasn't, I think this album would have been higher up for me because I love listening to it, but it made me a little bit too happy, and <laughs> and I wasn't fucking happy last year straight up <laughs> like last year sucked ass, so I fucking would like chill and I'd be like listen to this I'm like oh fuck, but but as an album as a whole this album was really cool I mean it had like fucking poppy shit it had some country I mean shit like um. What was a song? What was that song? I'm looking at it. Up. Uh, what was that country song? Fucking, I forgot what it was. I don't know, but there was like an emo song on there called "People." They're screaming and shit. Um, they had instrument instrumentals kind of shit. Music for cars. Um, my favorite song was uh, "Nothing Revealed, Everything Denied." It was kind of like an old school shit. Uh, oh, Roadkill was the one. It was like it sounded like 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 Lady Gaga when she was doing her fucking like like uh, you know career reinvention thing like i think they had so many things going for them on this album and if things were better i'd appreciate it way more but i still loved it that much so number five for me that's the album thanks very nice we're here for your ted talk whenever you need us thanks bro i just like fucking blurted out i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, it is funny with certain albums like that though the timing of the pandemic right because it's like and i feel like steve you said this with animal crossing it's like animal crossing just reminds you of like 
peak quarantine, I peak in like a bad way in the sense of like, man, we weren't going anywhere. Right. So is, that's kind of right that's kind of when it hit. Was like, whoa, like we're yeah. we're in there, we're here. Yeah. We did not leave. Yeah. No, like, I need game. to play this because I cannot do anything else. <laughs> right. Perfect game for it too. That game was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We should do video games of the 2020. That's a short list, but we can try. I know. <laughs> Top two. Uh, my number four, we're on four now, and uh, I'm going to go music to be murdered by side A, Eminem. Shocker, I know. I have Eminem. <laughs> what a surprise, right? Oh, my God. I smile. I didn't say anything. I can't believe it, but you know what? You like what you like. Can't, you, side I can't B is help better. It. You, I like what I like. And side B is better. That's why I haven't said it yet. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> I love it. That is wild. Two Eminem albums on one list. Love it. Yeah. Well, Wait, what do you think I... of Juice World's um, feature? It's awesome. What do you mean? I told you that. I just want to know. Yeah. Know. Great music video too. It was. That might be the best song on that album. Might be. I would say. I know you would, but... I don't know. There's not much to say. Everybody probably <laughs> knows by now that I'm a big Eminem guy. I always have been. And I probably always will be. So, At this point, you need to be. Yeah. I can't, yeah there's not really <laughs> any going back. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. <laughs> it's like... I get it. Yeah, that's, that's so memeable. It's so funny. <laughs> it's fucking sad. <laughs> All right, Gilly, number four. Um, number four, I have um, Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah! And you know what? You know what the, the stupidest thing about this album is? The first, like, ten times I saw the it, like leak of, like, the name and shit like that, in my head, because I wasn't... I feel like it was... Um, oh, oh, no way! Did we get... Hey! Come on! Yeah, let's go! What's going on? Good, we're in a flannel. Yeah, Love dude. It. Okay, you ready to rapid fire? Ready to fire. You gotta catch up to four. Yeah, we'll have Steve go his his four. His, we're on number four. We went ten down to one, and we're on four. Okay. So we'll let Steve do his number four, and then we'll let you go ten through four. Okay. Welcome back. Yeah. What's going on, boys? <laughs> what is good? So <sighs> you, Steve, what do you Gilly, have at four? Uh, okay, I just want to hear what Gilly was saying about, about the uh, the album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Oh no, I for the first like. I don't even know for what reason, but you know when you read something and it just like you're not saying it out loud, so you're just like screws with you, and mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, I guess I haven't said like that literally out loud, so I don't know what I'm saying. I thought it was Eternal Ataki for the longest time. Around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, my head. like Eternal Ataki. <laughs> you know what's funny? It, someone on uh, Genius, Rap Genius, said that too, and they got roasted for like they're trying oh, really? to like break down. The, yeah, I was watching the YouTube video and, and it was like, yeah, Lil Uzi Vert's album Eternal Ataki has gone straight. <laughs> and the, like, in the YouTube thing, it was like, what kind of idiot? Is this? Like, oh, I, just, I didn't fucking know, damn. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was like, it. it was like, and so now I know it's not that, but I still say in my head like that initially. But um, but yeah, it was like Ataki. Yeah, <laughs> and and Lil, and I mean, I don't know. Then you have like Lil Main as a. A song too. It's just kind of a yeah, I right. Mean, <laughs> I love that that song is still. I remember listening to that for the first time. Chop Six came with a large little main. I was just like, I wanted to get that on my body. <laughs> oh. I was so good. That was pre-COVID too. That was right before. Yeah, yeah, right. That was, 
That is crazy. Thank man. All right, All right you ready Steve, for yeah. Lay it on four? us. Come on. Before Josh fucking pops off. Yeah. All right. My number four is, and it would be higher if it came out earlier, but it didn't. It is Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon 3. Yeah. Uh, that mo- that album came out of the woodwork. We didn't know it was coming. But if we had like a week to prepare, as you guys know, I'm a big Kid Cudi fan. The album hit on every level for me. That was a fucking fantastic. Some of the best production he's ever had in his career. Uh, I There's some songs on there. You know, he goes, goes through like the whole thing of, you know, sadness and shit too. I love that. But also like the, the unfuckwittable you know, vibe he always had to. I just, he's got it all going. Like, he's like, he's reached his like peak and his happiness. You can tell he's like mature at like whatever age he is now. And it's just a perfect album at the perfect time for him. And I just fucking love that album. So Speaking of Kid Cudi and being mature now, uh, obviously, like, probably one of his most famous songs has to be, um, why am I blanking on the name? I listen to it like three times a week. Soundtrack to my life. Sorry. Oh my god. Okay. That's oh, yeah. arguably like one of his most favorite songs, right? And it's literally just about how depressed he is. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Yep. It's a great song. Fantastic. Very relatable, low key song to a lot of people out there. How about the Void? What'd you think of that song? It's something. <laughs> 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 All right, Josh. Let's go. Rip it. Ten to one. <laughs> All right. By the way, I'm popping off twice. Key hint. Key hint. Okay. Just- Okay. For you guys. Yeah. Uh, so, 10, uh, starting there. That's what they all say, Jack Harlow. Literally, oh. you oh. know, big take. I listened to it through today, and it's it just makes a list. Wow. Today. Literally, wow. This, literally this morning. That's cool. Yeah. So They okay. came out on a loaded new, new music Friday, too. He I remember did. when yeah. that came out. I was like, oh, man. He is cool. I like Jack Harlow. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I think well, he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's here to stay. No, I, think I, don't... He, I agree yeah, too. I agree. All right, rattle them off. Sorry, uh, blame it on baby. Oh, uh, hey, meet Art. the woo too. Okay, uh-huh. uh, legends never die. Okay, Juice World. Uh-huh. Um, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. So yep. pop smoke twice. Oh yeah, pop off twice. Um, man on the moon three. So okay. that's five, that's my five. So do I just rattle off my four now? Yeah, what's your yes. four? Darkling demo tapes. Whoa. Really? I do like it. I, I actually do like it. And I think it came out like in the thick of COVID. So it was super bit super buried. Yeah. Um came out Number on I think like now. May. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I'm I not usually that. a big big Drake person. But um I mean I do like Drake, but uh, I don't know. I, I loved it. I love the album. Meet me by the bean. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah. All that high pitched Drake in, in in your vibes. Oh, turn the lights off. Listen to it. Hell yeah. In 1993, actually, too. That's where people make fun of uh, uh, Cardi's <laughs> voice in that song, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> he I heard this one. I was like, all right. <laughs> I was into it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it works, but it is funny. <laughs> it is fucking funny. <laughs> Alright, so that was my four. All right. So if you wanna yeah, just keep rolling. Back to the top. We're now in top three territory. Top three, baby. Top three. And Ollie. you know what? 
I don't think any of you guys even listen to this album, but I don't care. Made my top three. Long overdue, long awaited. SOS, John Connor. Yeah, I did not. Nope. Crickets. That's fine. I yeah. stand by it. It was something. Long awaited. <laughs> I, I was, I was absolutely terrified this album was going to be awful and just flop, but it it hit. It was great. Loved it. Fantastic. When did it come out? Uh, 2020. Wait, what, 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 were you there? Yeah, yeah. that yeah, was, was weird. Okay, yeah, it came I think out, we're getting we're getting hacked. Yeah, it came out. In, uh, oh, it came came out in twenty twenty. <laughs> okay, all right. Thanks for <laughs> Damn, hello, John Connor music. Shout him out, dude. He follows me on Twitter. Oh, every time you say dude. his name, I just think of him being in your bio for <laughs> <laughs> for a long time, ten years. <laughs> where you're like, you're like, wait, I don't think he's in my bio, and I think he was. <laughs> you're like, oh shit, is he still in my bio? I don't know. I so. no, probably not now. <laughs> That'd be Sorry, wild. I, I wonder if That'd he still funny. follows me. He's Definitely, not, he's not in my bio anymore. But David Price, loyalist in my grave. I wonder if he still follows me. I check that like every other week. John Connor so. still follows me. That's cool. That's David Price. Boy. David Price. He's got to, dude. Yeah, he wouldn't know you. Yep, still follows me. Oh, that's so cool. God, that is, so cool. <laughs> that is pretty fucking cool. Ego check. I know. No, seriously, it is. Um, it's like, are you are you tweeting the right things? Well, you know, you're never going to find David Price slander on my timeline, so I think I'm good. True. Amen. Uh, oh, Gilly. George Springer, George Springer to the Blue Jays. Is that official? Oh, yeah. Yep. Fuck, Court, well, I guess it's like... That's wild. Uh, I I was kind of refreshing because um, I saw rumors about it, but I didn't see anything official. Where, where are you getting that? Uh, some guy that seems official. Uh, <laughs> until until my boy Jeffy P tweets it, I'm not. Emotional. Yeah, emotional. <laughs> fucking, here's the final say. All right, Gilly, what do you got at three? Um, so I am gonna go, and I keep I'm moving around these. I'm just gonna do it. Um, Gambino, March fifteenth, twenty. I, uh, I, it's it's it is really good. It's such a good album, and it's it's Gambino is almost to the point where it's like he's kind of like a um, almost like Kanye esque in terms of how different mm. his albums have been and how Very he ab- like, abstract. Yeah, yeah. And, exactly. And I love that. And that's just like I I just think that's the coolest thing, and that's something I've always like loved about Kanye, where it's like no two albums were the same and just like stylistically changes it up so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, no, I think this Gambino album is really, is really up there and I, I probably should be in my top two, but I, I don't know. I haven't listened to it as much as, um, my top two albums. And that's why it's, it's at number three. It's, it's such a good listen, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's a heavy listen or at least like, I'm not just like, Hey, I'm going to throw it on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just me, but, um, Oh yeah. Shout it's out coming up. Don't worry. Yeah. It's I probably yeah, haven't it in like a month, to be honest with you. I don't listen to it very often, but when I do, it's like, oh, this is art. Absolutely. Uh, my, it's number three. Number three for me is, and I, and I do this because, I say this now because um, I I went in, in, a, in a fashion, like my, my list went in regards to like how much I listened and how much it affected me. So number three, is Juice World? Legends Never Die. Uh, 
Dude, and you know what? Some of these songs were unreleased that I had, had known from before. Like, uh, Wishing Well was Lauren Hill on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, uh, Can't Die was was already out. Um, but yeah, this is this is fantastic. This album, um, and I think there, I think there'll be more albums from Juice World for a while. Of completed albums too, like like com- completed feel, like you know, not like like we were saying like Little Peep or like XXX where it was kind of tacked on at the end with like a couple you know bad ones. But like I think Juice World, I, and I truly think that Juice World had he lived would have been one of the greatest of all time. So shout out Juice World, love this album so much. I listened to it so much, and to the point where my 2020 replay was like, I swear to God, it was like every Juice World song was like on there, and then it was like the whole playlist, yeah, the whole thing, our album all the way through. It's like okay, and like a couple other things, but that was it. Yeah, love this album. All right. Ollie, give us your number. Oh no, I'm sorry, Josh. Whoa. Let's go. Number three. skipping right over Josh like that. Sorry, God Josh. damn, sorry, Josh. dude. I, I, I wasn't here for the start. I, I don't take offense to it. I don't take any <laughs> offense to it. Don't worry about it. Um, my number three is folklore. Um, Ooh, not even mentioned yet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm going to also confess here, just because I don't think folklore is going to get mentioned. I'm, I could be throwing some of you under the bus here, I but safe. I don't think so. Yeah. I think I'm pretty safe. Um, Evermore, I fucking hated it. (laughs) Come on. I hated it. Um, Absolutely hated it. And I don't quite know why. I could not find even one of those, like, you know, romantic songs that, you know, you're just like, oh, I'll vibe to this myself. (laughs) You know, like, I can't even say that for Evermore. I just could not find a song that I could relate to or anything. I don't know, man. Like folklore was just it to me. Like exile is probably one of my favorite songs of the year period. So I don't know. I just related to to folklore a lot more and I I've heard people with similar takes, um, but I just think it's crazy that there's so much contrast between the two albums, Uh, even though it's same style, but there's literally, like, if you go on Twitter, there's like, wow, I hated Folklore, but I loved Evermore. Wow, I loved Folklore, but, you know, it just back and forth. Pretty uh, pretty weird sense. Man. Wow. I didn't there's some people that love both. But, um, I don't know. Folklore really hit me. That was I, liked it. I liked Folklore more. But I, I liked Evermore, to be honest with you, though. Yeah, I, I just didn't. So it's just a confession thrown in there. Do you, do you not like Bonnie Bear? Did we talk about this? No, I do. No, you do? Okay, I am a Bon Iver guy. Someone else yes. I, like hated this album. They're like, "Cause Bon Iver sucks." Oh, and I was okay. Never mind. Who was that? I forget. Were you? Did we? Or was I, that? I forget. I don't know. I just remember having a conversation, being shocked. Like someone who like liked Taylor Swift was like very anti um, Bon Iver. But, oh, I can't remember who it was. Okay, number two. Let's go, Ollie. Music to Bane Burner by Side B. Eminem. Not number one. Not number one, but I I think it's probably because it came out so late in the year. It came out on my birthday, so like the end of December. Maybe if it came out like in August or something, it would have made number one, but I don't know. It's... uh, I still love it. I feel like obviously like it better than the first one, but you know, soul. You know, just chilling at number two. Okay, 
I okay, yeah. It really had an effect on you, huh? You were just really into it. It's it's a lot of different styles of Eminem on the album, which was pretty cool. Like, it, it, your, okay. it, it ends off what? with like a discombobulated, which is like it sounds literally straight out of Relapse, which is cool. And then at the beginning, it's got like a couple recovery vibes esque songs, and it kind of bounces all over the place. And what's your favorite style of Eminem? Like. Him do, doing the Buster Rhymes impression, or singing, or screaming. I I honestly think it depends what kind of mood you're in. Like if you're just like having a chill vibe, there's you you want to listen to some you know just lose it or and, and stuff like that. If if mm-hmm. you're uh, you know getting a little bit more sentimental, you want to throw in some recovery. That's fine with me. If right. you want to listen to some crazy shit and how you know get the fucked He's up 12. stuff, let's get some relapse up in here. You know it's, it's so versatile, man. How can you pick just one? Just like a lace chip, but you can't eat just one. I kind of treat Eminem like SpongeBob. I don't listen to the early stuff. <laughs> Dude, I'm the same way. I'm honestly I don't blame, the same like, way. I, I don't blame you. Encore is great. Curtain call, all that. Give me Slim Shady LP. That's 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 yeah, my Yeah, Marshall Mathers. Yep. Just yeah. don't give a fuck. Fucking mentally ill from Amityville. That's that's me. That's that's my vibe. I, hey, I vibe with that too. You're not gonna catch me. The only album I really don't like of Eminem was Revival, and I think that's pretty. Oh, that was that was Whew. awful. In he had every to know. way of being awful. He had to know. I mean, he does bad. come out and say like, "Yeah, it was bad," even though he didn't think it was bad on release. You know what I mean? He's he tried to yeah. like make a statement about it, and everybody's like, "No, nah, this sucks." Mm-hmm. I don't know, and it sucked. It was fucking terrible. You're not going to hear me defend that one. No. All right, Gilly, give us your number two. <laughs> um, number two, I am going with Tame Impala, the slow rush. Nice. Uh, I fucking, I just love Tame Impala so much. I, uh, yeah, I was supposed to see them live actually this year, and I, again, I, I saw them in 2019. But they're they're an incredible live show. So if you, if you haven't, definitely suggest it. But yeah, Lost in Yesterday and Is It True. I like my, my top two, I'd say, off the album. But, um, but, yeah, all the way through, listen to it, vibe to it. I've been doing a lot of driving with my dad this this past year, whether it be, like, looking at houses and shit and now um, looking at apartments. And so the poor guy has listened to so much Tame Impala. So shout out to my dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not what he wants to listen to. <laughs> shout out yeah. Tame Impala, producer on uh, Skeletons, I think, right? For yeah. uh, Travis. Travis Scott. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that song. What do you got at two, Steve? Number two already been mentioned. It is Eternal Atake. Eternal Atake. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, this, this album, I, I love this. This is probably my most accessible album of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Uzi at his absolute best. Uh, it's the rare album that lives up to the hype. There was so much hype around this. I didn't even think it was going to come out. It did come out. It was fantastic. There was some face-melting fucking bangers. You got like Strawberry Peels or like No Auto with Lil Dirk. <laughs> uh, my favorite song is Urgency with Sid from Odd Future because um, he can sing. Uh, yeah, everything's adding up for Lil Uzivert. I love that album so much. Some great samples too, by the way. You got Silly Watch. I mean, you got songs. I mean, like they samples like video game shit. You sound, samples... Yeah, the pinball. Yeah, pinball. Space pinball. Yep. You better move. Right. Ooh, you better move. You better move. <laughs> Dude, Blue Eyes White Dragon. I need a zoom. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> like, he just got. <laughs> so relatable, bro. I Dude, love it. Yes, for our age group, 
I think that album, like, if, like to me, when I hear that album, it's like putting your foot in the fucking gas and just the whole way. It's just like Uzi just fucking going at it. It's, I don't think he'll – I mean, I hope he does, but I, I think this might be his best album he ever puts out. I agree. He's still so young, right? Yeah, yeah very young. That's. I think that's he's 25, 26. Let's, let's see. It'll be interesting to see how, how his career kind of like what he does. You know what I mean? Does he kind of keep? Like, I don't even know. I guess does he stick with the sound? It's almost like a future type rap sound, right? Like where it's kind of like very like alieny sort of, right? Like I don't know. Yeah, that vibe. Just yeah, like it's like that, yeah, alien sounds and shit. Yeah, he's in the. He's almost like he's got that going, and he also is kind of like going to the pop zone too. Right, like Baby Pluto, like has a mixture of all that stuff. And it's probably one of the best intro songs to an album ever. Which one? Stripes by, by like, Berberia or whatever? No, no. Uh, Baby Pluto. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. On Eternal Take, yeah. Mm. All right, Josh, we got it, too. Same thing, bro. Perfect. Oh, Eternal, yeah. Eternal Take, yeah, man. I, I love it. But basically the same reasons as Steve said, man. Like, Especially You Better Move. When I... When I <laughs> When the, that I think, let's see, what song was it? I, I so I listened right through. I always judge albums if I can listen to them right through as well. Yeah. So uh, when pop ended, and I heard the pew of the the pinball game, bro, I flipped out. I was like, no way, he just sampled pinball on like Microsoft or Windows Vista, or whatever the fuck it was. Like, yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. It was just so awesome. It's such a relatable album, and it sounds like a lot of different things all in one. And I love the versatility of it. So, yeah, I, I can't really say much more. It's an awesome, awesome album. Crazy to think that he was like, didn't he like kind of retire for a moment, or he like said he was going to stop making music, and I was like, oh no, and yeah. then I was like, just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. That was a thing, yeah. Which we kind of yes. knew it was like. I think I feel like everyone kind of knew that he was not actually going to stop, but like. Was scary for a minute, right? Absolutely. Well, then, well, then they start going through that kind of development hell, and you'll think they'll never put out like a good, yeah, you know, a good song again or a good album. But delivered on the hype. Yeah, definitely. Okay, everybody, we're on numero uno of twenty twenty. Jake Ruthier, this is the moment you have been waiting for. Shout out Jake Ruthier for a life. And somewhat ironically, mine technically isn't even considered an album, but I'm going with Chomp by Russ. A little different style of Russ where it's just absolute banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. I think that's six, right? So I think there's six on it and all incredible features all throughout and probably my favorite rap line, arguably, definitely my favorite rap line of 2020. And probably up there all time, honestly. In general. Wait, rap line, what was it? When he says, I don't want the pussy, she drink the Sani. I laugh every single time I hear it. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so, it's just, it, it's awesome. Love it. I cannot trust a, a, anyone that drinks the Sani, that's, though. That's the whole point. Yeah, how, how accurate it is, too. Yeah. So how, like, it's something everybody kind of knows but doesn't really say. Yeah, it's like, yeah, hey, it's the back of my if, mind, honestly. If, if it's Dasani, I'm not drinking it. No, that's yeah. So keep that fucking drink away from me. 
some great features, uh, you know, Absol, it's got Black Thought, Benny the Butcher, all these guys we've talked about tonight are all on the, on there too. And Yep. Just love it. Oh, yeah. Shout out Russ. Shout out Russ. It's my dude. Great uh, uh, album artwork too. True. True. He always has, to be honest. He's got, like, yeah. he's got stuff that you'd, like, I don't know. I feel like Russ fans, too, like, you'd, you'd like, I don't know, buy, like, a fucking print of that and, like, put it up on a wall. A little different, like, a like the, um... Worthy of that? A little different style of Busta on it, too. You you hear Busta Rhymes, you're usually thinking he's just gonna rap as fast as he can nonstop for, like, 30 seconds and beat out, but he's he gives you a good minute and a half, two-minute verse of some great, great, great stuff. There you have it. All right, Julie, let's go. Number one, it's been mentioned. Got to go with it. This is just the most listened to for me by far, and that's Juice World. Legends Never Die. Literally front yeah, front to back. I just, the whole album, I don't even know how many times. This is like a, one of those albums where you just like listen to and you don't even realize you finished it. Like, oh, shit, like I just went through all that. Like, man, that was that was dope. Just like, let me put it on again. Um, Always. Yeah, like we already talked about it a bit, but but yeah, I think it's a a perfect a perfect album. Um, yeah, start to finish, and even in, just in terms of like him being gone, like it's mm-hmm. it's just crazy how good it is. Because like we have mentioned, just so it's so easy to screw up a posthumous album, mm-hmm. um, but this is not one of them. It's perfect. I love that. Yep, absolutely. Fantastic. Every emotion too. I feel like I can listen to it when I'm happy. Like feeling like a little emotional. Like I don't know. It, it, it's not right. Sad. Matter. Yeah. Like I, I can feel a number of things. And I can listen to it pretty much all the way through and like connect to a number of songs based on whatever emotion I'm feeling. So. Definitely. Have you heard the new song by the way, Bad Boy? Yeah, I like it. I love it. It's pretty short, right? Like yeah, it's only like two minutes thirty seconds. Thirty yeah, seconds. I need to watch the video. I think the video came out. Oh, yes, it did. The video. I watched the video like four times. I need to the video. That was like that was on my to do list. But uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fucking good. All right. Ready for number one? I sure am. It's already been mentioned. Uh, it is three fifteen twenty by Childish Gambino. Uh, and the reason it's my number one because no because my my top three are all interchangeable to me, but this was the number one clear cut to me because this came out at the perfect time when I thought the world was fucking ending. Like for real, I was like, oh shit! Like we were we were just shut down. The NBA was shut down. It was like, oh shit. And it was like Gambino knows something. Like he's putting out this like secretive album with like a weird website. It's like, oh shit, this is fucking strange. But I mean, the out the music itself, fantastic. You got the rap, you got the rap, you got electro kind of shit. You got funk, R and B. Uh, it's people say or it's rumored to be his last album too. You have Ariana Grande on there. Um, I have a lot. Of, I love that song. He's like, sweet thing, <laughs> but. My favorite song ever by Childish Gambino, ever, and my number one song of last year was Fifty Three Twenty Nine, the last album of the, the last song of the album. Uh, and I and the way I interpret the song, I don't know if it's really how it is, but this how the way I listen to it, I think he's he's singing to his his kids, and it's just, like if that's not, like how his his career ends as a rapper of him singing like like I did what I want. Like, like, he, like the whole thing is like him. Like, I'm, I'm happy with my life, but now it's your turn to do what you want, and then that's how it ends. And this fucked up 
year and this fucked up like, everything was like just perfect to me like I, like just that song gives me chills every time and i love that fucking song i love the album number one for sure for 2020 for me that's what i gotta say oh yeah shout out gambino i hope he just if anything he just like goes away from the moniker of gambino and he kind of redefines it you yeah know what i mean like that's, that's what my hope of like uh, all those rumors are but that would be such a shame if he i don't know i wonder what he, he would do know. next I know he's he's, he's going to create something. You know what I mean? I don't think he's just going to be like right off into the sunset and just which if he wants to, he can. But I just can't picture him doing that. Yeah, like he'll like direct things or something, or like he's way too talented, as yeah. as you know. Wow, I love that album. Last but not least, of course, Josh. I know I mean, where this is going, but just, yeah, just you have to there. know. I mean, I have the 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 vinyl right here. <laughs> Oh, it is my favorite album artwork probably of all time. Maybe Eternal Take might might be up there with it. Um, uh, it's my background for my computer. I don't know, man. Wow. Uh, so no pressure by Logic, and, and I know that's totally biased. It's totally biased. I love Logic. I've always have loved Logic. But let me just tell you, when I uh, I went on Twitch to listen to the launch of this episode with Logic and all of his friends and everything else. It was probably the most uh, important, maybe solidifying moment in like my music loving um, life. You know what I mean? In general, he sat down and listened with his friends to the first time he had listened through fully to the, to the album after its release. And I don't know. For me, it was just so important to wrap up his career like that and just see to see the emotion and hear what he meant in each song. I have a totally different viewpoint of what this album meant and people will just listen to this album and be like, Oh yeah, that's a good song. But I, I encourage everybody. I hope it's a YouTube video. I hope he kept it up. Listen to that. Watch it. Uh, You will understand what each song meant to logic when he was producing it, you know, and, and making it. I don't know, man. It just, it gives me all the chills, just like you said with the Gambino uh, thing. Like, every time I listen to it, I'm like, man, this is what he really meant when he was making this song. And it just hit me different from the first time until now. I listen to it almost every other day. Uh, it's 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 nuts, man. I love it. I love it so much. That's such a cool idea of to, like, I don't know, bring out like, an album the- and something like that, like a live listen with your your friends and stream it like that. Like that's, that's so cool. So obediently yours, right? The last song in the album, logic couldn't even say the title of the song. He just started crying and he was like, obediently yours is like me talking to my therapist every single day, co- confessing my, my wants, worries, wishes, my fear, just everything. He was just unloading his life and telling his fans, uh, you know what it all was about like why this was his last song and it's not even a great song i'm gonna be totally honest but when you listen to it and think of what logic meant and and he just had an emotional breakdown on twitch and you're like wow this means something totally different than how you're listening to it you know and and i just have a great appreciation for it i mean if every artist maybe did something like that like you were saying gilly maybe we'd all know (laughs) and have a better appreciation but like um it was just so cool and it hit me 
you know, with everything going on. It was like, I think it was August when it came out, early August or something like that. I don't know, July, end of July. So it was like the thick of everything, you know, crazy. Nice. It's a great way to wrap it up. Yeah, well, there you have it. We went a little long, but that's all right. We did want to say like last week, our episode was only like 40, 45 minutes and we're Going forward, we are going to try to keep them more condensed, but, you know, top 10 album of 2020 obviously deserved all of our attention and time and explanations and everything, so it is what it is this week. No complaints from me, anyways. I'll, I'll be complaining later. Okay. I know. Yeah, but Eminem and two in the top four. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, any honorable mentions? By the way, I feel like, uh, did we... Given that shout out earlier, of course we did. Y'all were given. Okay, I, I, I blacked out for a second. Do you guys have any honorable mentions you want to? Oh, say? I did actually. That's a good point. I had well, no pressure was on there for me, and King's Disease. Nas, so the Nas album was pretty good. Like it, I, that I, was. I, I did good. like it. It had a couple. Uh, yeah. Had a couple songs I really liked, and then the other was just like, yeah, you know, it's pretty good. Yeah. How about you, Gilly? Um, you had a few, a lot that were mentioned. Like I, I did have Cuddy as an honorable mention. Um, I, I actually mentioned Benny the Butcher. He was on my list. Um, Sweet. Megan the Stallion, Good News, that was dope. Featuring Ty Dolla Sign, I love yep. that. It's a mind thing. Um, and then Pluto, uh, Baby Pluto, Future Uzi. Um, the Weekend After Hours, I thought I, it was kind of, I don't know, maybe not the best Weekend album, but I, I still liked it. Um, <laughs> Flo Millie, <laughs> you guys listen to that album. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I swear to God, Ho, why is you here? Check it out if you haven't heard it. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I listened to um, one song there, dude. She's yeah. I feel like she like blew up because of TikTok. I don't know. Um, uh, and then Salt, um, Untitled, Black is I think in parentheses. That that album was cool, especially like with everything going on, um, this summer with with George Floyd and and all those things. That was just a a, a great anthem for the movement. So I mm-hmm. that was a really cool album. And then, um, actually, random one, Sam Hunt, Southside. Love that Really? Album. Really? That's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. So many, uh, yeah, I'll just, that's my ideal one to, like, go to a driving range and just, like, pop in my AirPods and just hit golf balls. Listen to that? Sam Hunt. Huh. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's a great album. If you guys haven't heard it, definitely I haven't it. heard it. No. Yeah. I, I have an inherent bias to to uh, country music, but I, uh, I have to give it a <laughs> Not like traditional country. I don't know. He's, no. he's got a cool sound. I don't know. I'll give him a try. I, I like, like Chris Stapleton. Like, I was going like to say, it's, I'd say it's cool. Yeah, and I, it's more poppy, I guess, than Chris Stapleton, per se, but yeah. I just, what about you yeah. guys? Other honorable mentions? I got a few. I got um, Baby Pluto, for sure. And uh, I got Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, I got Brent Fias, uh Fuck the World. Uh, that was one of my favorites, and that's an R&B album. Um, I, I love how aggressive the title is because it's the guy has the voice of an angel. I love that album so much. Uh, I have Tame Impala, Slow Rush, um, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats, Unlocked. That was last year, I can't believe. And then, uh, very late uh, mention, but I really like this album, and I've been listening to it like every single day since it came out, since Christmas. It is Playboy Cardi's Whole Lot of Red. I fucking love that album. <laughs> that is something else. That album is like from a different planet. It's something else, man. <coughs> Josh, any honorables? Uh, I have one 
uh, and I really struggled to try to put this on the list because I really wanted Jack Harlow on there after listening to it today. But uh, it's Women in Music Part 3 by Hyam. Yeah. yeah. Mentioned tonight before yeah, you got here. Oh, yeah. That, that's a great album. It is. Love Hyam. They're great live, too. I got to see them live. I've never yeah, seen them live. Fantastic. Very good. Yeah. Well, oh, that's yeah. a wrap on your Small State Big Takes 2020 albums. Top to- top 10 2020 albums. Small State Big Takes edition. Shout out to... Jake Morocco, shout out to Galen, shout out to motherfucking Jake, Ruth, James Murphy, and who else? Anybody else? Alex Fava. That's all I can think of right now. Any uh, closing takes here before we wrap it up? Tupac is alive, and George Springer to the Blue Jays for uh, 120 million now. 120 mil. Six years, 120. That's my fucking new. Even though I said four years, 85, I'm going 620 now. We're going all the way. That sounds more realistic because I definitely think he was going to hit the uh, that that 100 mark. Yeah, that 100 mark. There we go. That's what I'm you that fucking dirtbag that was like talking shit to me but for saying 85 mil on, on small state takes Twitter? Dirtbag's going to dirtbag, dude. You can't help it. It's just That's just Twitter, man. Twitter's fun. What hey, shout out for... <laughs> <laughs> 600 followers, yo. We, we hit it. Facts. That's a good point. Shout out. Us. Hell yeah. Forgetting there. All right. Next week, we'll be back with a Cartoon Network TV show draft. Special guests come in. Can't wait. Should be fun. We'll see you then. Peace. Bye.